online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Sleepy Hollow fans! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Sleepy Hollow. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. And joining me tonight, across the table, Stephen Lemieux. I'm unfortunately not Jackie Borowski. No, Jackie Borowski out of town this week. Couldn't make it to join us. But she sends her best. And we really here. wish she was here. We love yeah. Jackie. Yeah. Um, I should, uh, uh, yeah, you guys can uh, tweet. We do love Jackie. But we're the ones that are here. You can tweet at me throughout the week. Uh, might have trouble throughout the show this week, but uh, at that Zach Wilson, Stephen uh, Lemieux. and you can tweet at Stephen Lemieux, STPHN. Go ahead and tweet at one two three Jackie underscore B as if she's doing the show and confuse the yes. hell out of her. Uh, like just confuse her. Like <laughs> I really like your thoughts on this episode. Like oh my god, that was a great point you made on the after. Sh- like just confuse the hell out of Jackie because yeah. that makes it fun for us. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to get her confused responses. She's like guys, I'm. I'm what is what? What's happening? It's called astral projection, Jackie. Duh. God, if that little knife and sheet can pop out of the chest and rise and fall to us, Jackie can suddenly appear here. Yeah, that was I think the cheesiest effect I've on a show that it's usually has amazing effects. Oh, I just accidentally hit the music again. Um, um, I that little little like rise. It looked like a like a stage show, like where they like have like wires. I like, think it lit- was supposed to though. I think it was kind of like one of those things where it's like this is just playing to the Shakespearean aspect of oh. But then the bullet coming out and being bashed away by the skin was made up for the most cheesy effect. Oh yeah, ever. The- it took the cake for cheesiest effect ever. Um, but it was cool. They just could have had more budget on that. But, yeah. episode-wise, uh, what did you think? Yeah, the episode called Blood and Fear. Um, to be honest, I'm just kind of meh on this episode. Um, the Jack the Ripper storyline didn't... Partially, this is... I, I was just, like, bored by... I'll be honest. I was bored by the Jack the Ripper anomaly. Partially because Grimm did almost the same thing last year. Um, it wasn't a knife; it was a spirit, and maybe a creature. We don't watch Grimm. Well, maybe we don't, but we should be. Um, but it was just like it because it was Jack the Ripper, and the idea of like Jack the Ripper being in multiple people across the centuries was something I had seen very recently on another show. It it that didn't so that that didn't wow me. It didn't really it it and the. It While was, I liked the effect, cle- it wasn't as clever. It, it wasn't as clever. It was, it, I don't know. Jack the Ripper seems like an easy place to go. The knife alone would have. I didn't need the Jack the Ripper part. Um, the knife would have been really cool. I don't know. I like the Jack the Ripper part. I think it could have been done better. But all in all, I think it was. It wasn't a step in the wrong direction by any means. No, the episode was not bad by any means. It was just kind of an okay monster of the week 
Mm-hmm. I liked where we went with Jenny's character. I'm interested in this oh, yeah. arc with Jenny's character, and I think this is this episode was just kind of okay. We need Abby and Ichabod to be doing something while we expand on Jenny and them because the fans will kill us if we don't include Ichabod. But I'm really enjoying Jenny's storyline with uh, with freaking Joe. Joe, yeah, Joe, I think and that, the, the the mystery. Room, they were the highlight of this episode for me by far. I thought that that it was a blast on that. Um, but why don't we go through the Jack the Ripper? Sure. Storyline up it. top. Let's let's get it. Let's bang it out. You're in it. for surprise. <laughs> You're in for shaka. It's uh, you know Judas Priest. Come on, man. No, no. James mean, in the booth. Maybe. No. Yes. No. Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Look up the Ripper on YouTube for me, please. Huh. But you go ahead. And I talk. I did like in the I did like that we got some flashbacks from Ichabod that wasn't the American Revolution. That change. was interesting. That was cool. A young actor playing Ichabod, which I'd look up, but my internet's not working very well. Um, which we're getting fixed soon, guys. I know if we're in this studio at AfterBuzz, it's kind of like the internet's not the best because of all the soundproofing. It's like so. we're on the Lost Island. The Lost Islands. Um, but yeah, the actor who played Ichabod wasn't bad. Uh, I didn't, we didn't get to see him do much, but I mean, it was believable. You're like, oh, young Ichabod at a young boarding school. In a young colonial uh, British Townsend of what was it? What was the school called? At something? Uh, it was Eton. Eton. So they were in the Eton school. So it's like a boarding school for guys to train them in the military arts and all that kind of stuff. And his friend, his best friend, who he's never mentioned before in the past three seasons, um, was <laughs> murdered by Jack the Ripper, which I'd feel would be pertinent news if your best friend, as a young one, was. Murdered, and then you find out you're a witness after being resurrected. You probably start thinking about things like, "Oh yeah, my best friend was murdered in a very strange circumstance." Yeah, but I guess he does mention that he's been chasing down this this legend of Jack the Ripper for a while throughout his entire life, and just coincidentally, three weeks before this uh, Pandora coincidentally summons Jack the Ripper. Ichabod had coincidentally found out about Jack the Ripper and found some new information that he I, brings in. Well, I, they did justify that, though. And they I, did. I thought that that was, that was smart because it was something that season two and even season one a little bit felt a lot of the times we were it was very convenient when we would have to fight a monster and Ichabod I remember this one time during the American Revolution when I was in the forest with General George Washington we encountered a similar beast but I didn't realize that it was a beast now I know how to solve the problem Um, I like that it's justified in that she is specifically choosing evils to send at them based on their past. It makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. It may, like, you know how last week you all hated me because I was talking mad crap about um, how I didn't understand why this ghost was related and why she brought this up? It makes sense now, and I like it because you look at it, um, the main problem I had was it didn't make sense because why is he going after this? When he's related to Ichabod, why was he going after this random corporation? Like, the secret didn't have anything to do with the witnesses. Mm-hmm. She finally says witnesses. She didn't say the destroyer, so she knows they're witnesses. She's not in any way, shape, or form confused by what they are. Well, but the, the I would say I would argue that she says witnesses because that's the English word to describe them. But the, the word in ancient uh, Sumerian, or whatever, I think that the idea was that it could be interpreted like a lot of ancient languages have different interpretations 
the word could mean witness or could mean destroyer. Maybe. And in, in English, those are two very separate words. But in, I think the idea is that in Sumerian, they are very, very similar. And it's up to interpretation how you read it. So let's go over the past three monsters we've had. So mm-hmm. this week we get the knife that basically summons Jack the Ripper, which is related to Ichabod's past and that his best friend was killed by Jack the Ripper. A knife that can suck the... Blood out of it, you. It feeds on your... Basically, your, your insecurities. Uh, it feeds on your pain. It was your it yeah. was your pain. That was. I think that was. You're right. That was what they. Um, uh, shall shed all virtue and be wholly overcome with an unquenchable bloodlust. It fills you with a rage of sorts. So um, turns you into Chris Benoit. Um, that was in really poor taste. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So it does that. Okay. Then last week was. The wraith, the shadow wraith. Yeah, the wraith that fed on your um, your secrets. Fed on your secrets. This one feeds on your pain. The other one fed on your secrets. The first one was the Yaogwai that fed on your fear. Yep. So again, we're getting all the aspects of evil out of the human race. It's it's these every it's going after the darkness of people. Yeah. Like any kind of darkness that you have inside of you. Pandora wants to attack, wants to use it against you. Yeah. I mean, um, who, who wouldn't, though? Come on. <laughs> use the darkness inside of you? I know. The darkness. It's a new shampoo. It's great. It grows on trees. <laughs> it's distilled from the flowers of the darkness tree. Yeah. Welcome to, to, bring, so- to give your hair a better volume. <laughs> welcome to Soto Sopa, where we have... <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. South Park, if you guys don't watch it. Okay, so... So, okay. so now we have the common link. We have the common link between the yes. witnesses and what she's summoning. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Uh, the, I like that that seems to be building a theme that is going somewhere. So even though these have been more one-off, one-off monsters, we are clearly going somewhere with this. Yes. I'm just wondering how many weeks of Monster of the Week are we going to get before... The Jenny storyline hits a climax that involves Ichabod and Abby and takes them on that path. Yeah. Because I, I think that's what we're going to need. I think we're going to need... We're going to need Jenny's story to progress to a point that it needs Ichabod and Abby's help to move them in that way so we can return to Pandora later having it be fresh. Yeah. Like, just to kind of just to kind of shake things up a bit. I feel like four episodes is going to... Four episodes I can deal with Monster of the Week, mm-hmm. kind of getting this across. we got a lot of new information about how Pandora works and how she knows what the witnesses are and how the monsters are being summoned from his past. One more is kind of like the sweet spot where it's going to be a really cool thing that maybe makes a huge change. I mean, he almost died this episode. But I feel like episode five, we need to go and combine Ichabod and Jenny into into something with that. Well, I'll bet you next week's going to be similar, Monster of the Week. The week after that is the Bones crossover. Oh, is it? Six. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That makes sense. So that would be the episode to end on a big cliffhanger. Is it a fall? Is there a break or no? No, but, like, you've introduced another audience to the show by bringing in the Bones so crowd. So want people So to you watch want them. something that's like, oh, my God, I got to come in next week for episode six. 
And then episode, so episode six is where you really hit with something big and and change and change the game a little bit. So Pandora may be coming out as whatever her plan is. That it's either going to be whatever her plan is, or it's going to be like you find out what the Anubis shard really is. Yeah, something like that. I think is at the end of the the crossover two two parter. Because it would make sense if we need bones to figure out what this shard is. Hmm. Maybe there's a bone inside of it. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is a bone itself. It's a bone spur of some kind. It'd be crazy if it's something that's not supposed to exist. Yeah. Like, because we deal with demons and we deal with all sorts of things like that. But if this is like a piece of, I don't know how deep you want to go, if this is like a piece of uh, Jesus Christ's cross or if you're going to go down to like a piece of Mount Olympus or if you're going to go any other kind of... Uh, Egyptian, you can go Egyptian. This could be the heart of Solomon or whatever you want to do. Yeah. You, so, so you think Anubis shard is a misnomer? Yeah. That it's something complete has nothing to do with Anubis. I think a lot of things are like that. I think a lot of things like names are kind of come up from things, and then it could be something entirely different. Okay. So I, I'd like to see that. I think. Yeah, I, I think that's episode five, right, or episode six. Uh, this was episode three, so the uh, the crossover is episode five. So it's episode five. Yeah, that would that would kind of make sense. And episode five is the crossover. So if Jenny, whose storyline is the most realistic in this show, mm-hmm. that sh- the Bones crossover should definitely be coinciding with her storyline. Maybe that would make sense. maybe yeah. Ichabod and Abby aren't even involved. No, they the... definitely are. Okay, they, yeah. they've released an image this week. Um, you can look it up. I didn't bring it in, but it's just because it, it's not that exciting. It's just um, Ichabod standing with um, the guy, the lady, Angel. the the not not uh, not David Boreanaz, the, uh, the the female lead, um, uh, Deschanel. Oh, uh, not Zoe. No, the other one. <laughs> we're, we're terrible. Um, we don't watch Bones, think, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. We we don't watch Bones. Um, it's just not a show I've ever gotten into. But we're gonna ha- we're gonna watch an episode of it in two weeks. I thought the other day Chanel was Katy Perry because <laughs> they looked the same. Yeah, it was a joke, Zach. Damn it. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, so uh, in, in this in this plot, were there any other any highlights for you? There's one part I actually, as I ask you a question, then cut you off. Um, I have to ask. Because I need, because I, this. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. I know what you're about to talk right. about. Yeah. So they use the crazy computer system to reconstruct the weapon that was used. And I totally can see how a computer could reconstruct the, the blade. blade. The blade is like, Completely, it, oh, it, yeah. it's curved right. and it's this size and this length and all that stuff. How did it know what the handle. handle? What did it, the handle? It, it had a computer simulation. Perfect. A perfect computer we, simulation of the handle we didn't even of the have to knife. Say anything. We're just seeing this. Me and Zach are like, wait, wait. I what? think my. I believe my emotions were. Hold on. Wait. Can you rewind for a second? Because wait a second. I don't think that's how computers work. I mean, hypothetically, he could have stabbed him, grabbed the blade, and stabbed him with the handle just for originality. And then he had two puncture wounds. One was the blade. One was the handle. I don't know. It was just a. It was just a weird thing. Um, I think some. 
The other option is that based on the blade, they were guessing at the type of blade it is, and if only blades with that kind of end have that kind of handle. That's, that's, a, that's a big leap. Um, I mean, I get that you would know that it was a... Because an Ichabod makes the leap based on the shape of the blade to um, the country of origin. I, I can't... I don't have it It's from, down. like, 1600, the Corinthians or something. Yeah. Um, and that and that I get. It's just it was the computer program knowing that, that, like through me i gotta let you guys know though in uh in three episodes pandora has done more than katrina did in two seasons <laughs> in one episode she performed more magic than katrina did in two seasons bar the last episode yeah i was about to say second half of last season katrina actually got some magic out she got some magic out you got the magic in let's let's roll some ripper from judas priest real quick oh my god hey, you're in for a shot See? <laughs> we are in for a shock. I'm shocked because this is happening. This is a great uh, song. Uh, not judging the song. And you'd turn your back. I'll attack. No, okay, guys, you can cut it now. Shall shed all virtue and it's, be wholly overcome with an unquenchable bloodlust. No, it's a, it's a great. Check it, you guys should listen to it just because if you love Jack the Ripper, like it's a whole metal song written about Jack the Ripper, and it's fucking, yeah, it's freaking great. But yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, okay. So, um, I mean, uh, did you have anything else about Jack the Ripper and the, the storyline? The effects were cool. The effects were cool. Um, I love this. Actually, the sound effect stood out to me a lot when he when the, it first melds to his hand. <laughs> oh, I thought when uh, he's slicing. Oh, uh, when he's slicing, it's cool. But like this, the specifically the sound effect of the like the metal of oh, like the, attaching the, to his body. Yeah, and it stuff just sounded. Cool, yeah. It sounded really cool. It was creepy because it sounded like metal, like clanging, almost like. Unfolding in a way. He it was, was blood bending, guys. From Avatar. <laughs> oh my god! The no, he was, he was he uh, was he was earth bending because metal. I guess it's technically it could be yeah, it's metal, so it's earth bending. He's using blood bending and earth. He's the Avatar. Oh no! Oh my god, <laughs> guys! By the way, if you love ripping stuff apart, you should be ripping your opponents apart every single week in draft fantasy football leagues. So if you really want to get into draft fantasy football, a great place to do it is DraftKings. You don't have to worry about 16 week long commitments or if a player gets injured and he's out for a long time. Guys, it's every single week. You pick your own team. You do whatever you want. And you know what? You might end up willing, winning a million dollars. They got a million do- millionaire matchmaker every single week on DraftKings. Just pick your players. Pick your team. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. And let me tell you, we're going to give you one free chance at a million dollars by going to DraftKings.com and DraftKings.com. Use the promo code BUZZ. That's B-U-Z-Z, BUZZ. It's, it's written everywhere. It's, it's on literally stuff, every, it's like... on everything. Uh, DraftKings.com slash BUZZ, promo code BUZZ. And uh, use that code, get a free thing, and if you win a million dollars, you owe me half because... <laughs> I, I I think I I think I deserve it by lightning on this tidbit. But guys, if you love fantasy football, again, that's DraftKings.com promo code Buzz. So now that we're done with Jack the, well, let's finish the storyline. I guess um, Ichabod get they find out that the he's only killed when poison infects the blood. If he if the knife yes. stabs something that's infected, they they traced it that it kind of coincides with plagues of sorts. Um, and Ichabod wasn't being taken away to protect him from the Ripper. He was being taken away to protect him from the the pox, the the plague that was there. Yeah, I mean, and that was that was a cool way to defeat him. That like it had to be that because he absorbs the blood through the knife. 
that you just have to disease the blood. Oh my god, I have such a terrible joke to tell right no, now, and I'm no, not going to tell it. No. It has to do with a certain part of Hollywood, and it's funny, but I will not say No. It. Stop. I think I had a similar thought while we were watching, but stop. You could also use a certain country for the joke, and it'd be stop. hilarious. Stop now. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you know what the joke I did, is, tweet I, me. Well, I did have, admittedly, like, the thought did occur, just because, like, that's the modern... Like, it is the in the last plague. like two de- few decades, that's the modern plague. Um, cancer. Yes, cancer. We were definitely talking about cancer. No, but it, it, it's it, a cool. It, it's it a is, cool way to it is, the, it is the closest thing to to modern that to a modern day plague that we have because it's a very serious problem and it's very much out there. Yeah. Um, but the, but they they had some malaria on hand, um, and this is where. Tell, guys, in the chat roll, um, I can sort of see you. Um, it's slow, and but will tell us in the comments. And I, am I cold-hearted? In the, like, I saw all those tweets as the as the show was airing. Like, oh my god, right in the fields as Ichabod's going down and Abby's holding him, and everyone's like crying. I'm like, did you think he was dying? He he injected himself with. Like, no matter what, like, disease he had, I'm like, whatever it is, we have the cure. Even if you have a plague in there, I'm like, we, people still get the plague every now and again. We can fix it. Uh, you just have to drink a lot of, like, orange juice. I, I, <laughs> well, when you have malaria on hand, you gotta have an antidote on hand. You make it seem so easy to have malaria on hand. Well, no, they, but they did. They just went and got two vials of malaria blood. Excuse me, sir. I'd like to get two vials of malaria blood. That's what they, they that's what they did in the show, though. They Can just, you put like, it in bullet form for me? They went down to the, the FBI rec, the requisitions hall and was just like, Abby filled out the, the requisition form. I need two needles full of blood that has malaria. I'm really glad these cartels were trying to smuggle in freaking bullets full of malaria blood. It makes it a lot easier to get bullets full of malaria blood. Oh I mean, yeah. So he, he's. We have this whole scene where he's trying to chase him down, and they're fighting, and he chases this bullet and keeps chasing the bullet. Um, cool how the bullets like ricochet off his metal and stuff. You're like, damn, yeah. and you're like, oh man, he almost killed that blonde girl because she was like, damn, and then Ichabod gets stabbed in the stomach. Yeah. I mean, he but he but he stabs himself. That was what was smart about it. It's funny because I literally watched the episode of Doctor Who where he like grabs the pole while electricity is coming down before it turns everyone into Daleks, and I'm like, this is the same <laughs> thing, you know? Like he's getting absorbed, and it's like, ha, that's you've got Ichabod DNA in you now, <laughs> which means he'll ne- you'll never be full Ichabod. <laughs> I don't know um, if you guys get that reference. Cool. If you don't, I'm really sorry for bringing that up. But yeah, um, he breaks I mean, the blood on it, absorbs the blood, and then he kind of passes out. And fun fact, he didn't die. The bad guy didn't die in this. The 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 kid that, that got sick? Yeah. The kid who was absorbing Ichabod's blood that had malaria blood. He didn't die. He went to Terrytown. He went to where Abby's yeah. sister was. Yeah. So, I mean... That's a good sign of change in this show. Yeah. They're not killing every single person they introduce. Every villain they introduce, they're not killing. So that means that we could <laughs> we could possibly get some, like, Arkham Asylum kind of ish going on with some of these villains that, that would be go awesome. into Terrytown. Because we be have awesome. history at Terrytown. We can make excuses to go there. Yeah. No, I would love to see that. that would be, that's a great idea. 
Um, just to, to keep moving forward. Um, the other stuff we got another whole plot line with Ichabod. He um, wants to be a citizen. He wants to be a citizen. Is he very passionate about it? I am Overreach. going to be an American. Overreach of the government, and I'm like Ichabod is our. And like, although I felt like Abby should be like, you are American, Ichabod. You're the oldest American there is. OG American. OG American. He really is, though. He is OG American. He was an American before it was cool to be an American. <laughs> He's the hipster American. Look at his clothing. Look at his hair. He is the original hipster. And he's proud to be an American. But the difference is, is he's not a hipster because he's not wearing it. Ironically, he or he's just like, this is this is what I dress like. Well, I'll tell you what, Zach. If anyone wants to become an American citizen, the easiest way to do it is to try to save some historical property and have the cute curator want to marry you to make you a citizen. <laughs> that wasn't what happened. That's probably what's gonna happen. That wasn't what happened. Um. We did. We did get reintroduced, or she came back this week. To I'm the doughy, so I'm, doughy-eyed I'm in glad love with Ichabod. It, it makes it a little bit better that she was the, the doughy-eyed girl last week. That she came back and she wasn't just like a one-off character. Yeah. Um. Because if they're gonna try to like drive a, a romantic storyline, like okay, it we we just didn't need the other one then from Danny. <laughs> um. Uh. But I. But so far, I'm. I. I like her character. She's at least. I'm intrigued. I want to know more. And that's that's all I can say. Like, she Watch hasn't done anything a... to wow me, but I want to know more. What? Oh, my God, Zach. You're going to hate me. Oh, Watch no. her be a direct descendant of Betsy Ross. <laughs> Watch it happen. Uh, Watch it happen. Next episode. Um, but she, she offers to help Ichabod get his... Here's a picture his... of my mother. <laughs> she offers to get a to Sorry, get Ichabod help getting into getting his citizenship. And at first, we, we both turn each other like... Oh no, she's not gonna offer to marry. And we were we were rightfully faked out. And then just like she's like, "No, you jerks! <laughs> I'm I've got a brother who's on the immigration committee." There you go. Uh, and that was cute. I liked that. I still uh, think they're gonna get married and have kids and blah 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 and blah 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 and live in a nice house down in Georgia with the sycamore <laughs> trees. I really liked uh, Hickabod's line after she walks out and he's embarrassed. And he's like. Oh, please. As if Adams have, would have done anything different. Made me laugh. I didn't get it. He was just embarrassed, and he's like... Oh, so was it was about the conversation. He was judging himself, yeah. I, I didn't it's, take it as that. I thought he was looking up at the painting about the war. Like, the war where, there, where it's just like this, and the painting up in the ceiling. Oh, as if Adams would have done anything different. Oh, uh, I thought he was embarrassed, and he's like, oh, that was so... Because, uh, like, I do that all the time, like... Oh my god, that was so awkward. It's fine. It's fine. It wasn't that bad. Just, just move on. Guys, comment below what you thought, because I literally saw, like, there's the painting, which is a famous... It's this famous painting you see on all your history textbooks and things like that, with him going like this. Like, I think it was... Washington Je- crossing the Delaware? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. And he's like, oh, if so-and-so could would have done the same thing. I don't have to go rewatch the episode. Yeah. Um, but but I, liked, I liked Ichabod's speech at the top. It was fun. Yeah. Announcing it to all the people. Yeah. He's uh, very loquacious yeah. and a great orator. And, but he is not going to save his his uh, his little... I think they'll be saved. Place. I No, I, oh, well, he's not going to save it yet because he's not an American citizen. Why couldn't Abby sign the form? Because Abby don't give no answers. <laughs> I'm like, you, your friend's right there. She's totally an American citizen. The She's finale- not in the FBI, so I feel like that's good... Uh, 
It's a, that's a good name to have. The finale is going to be Ichabod running up and being like, I can sign the papers now. And then it's going to be Shooter McGavin there being like, you know that room where you got all your fancy supernatural stuff? I think I'm going to turn that in my trophy room. Um, I, my yellow jacket. Gold jacket. Do you think we're getting an episode where he has to learn about all the American history, like, since his time? Like, he's really good at this one section, and he's like, oh, God, what the hell is the Civil War? He better watch Zoolander. That's American history at its finest. All right. Anyway. Um, let's get it, uh, before we, I, I, I can't, I don't, can't pull up the iTunes reviews because the internet's being a pain, but guys, thank you so much for, for the, those of you that did write on iTunes. We'll get to you next week. Um, it, it really is a great way to help out the show, help, it helps us feel better. Jackie's our signal booster, so. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys been tweeting at her, talking about how good of a job she's doing on the after show tonight? <laughs> you really need to tweet at one two three Jackie underscore B. That's one two three J A C Q U E underscore B, and be like, "Oh my God, I love what you thought of tonight's episode. You're the best. You did a great job on the after show at After Buzz. You look great." <laughs> I I do want to give one uh, shout out, and as I do it, James, if, if, just for later in the episode, if you want to pull up the uh, the Down Abbey. Uh, oh my theme god, song. are we doing that? Um, <laughs> I want to do a quick one, um, but I, I do want to thank um, Anastasia uh, at Farcia twenty ten because I I had like a really long day today. Uh, like I, I a truck like caused a three car accident that like banged up my car. Oh, damn. I'm fine. Everything's fine. You know, not the, a great way to start. The TARDIS mobile but, has been banged yes, up. The, yes, the TARDIS mobile, the CARDIS. Um, but honestly, she, she said, like, I just want to say the, to, to me, you're brilliant on ABTV. She watches Grimm, Sleepy Hollow, and Daredevil. It was a bit, made me feel good. Thank you for I that. I think she's probably going to be watching Jessica Jones, too. <laughs> well, thank you, Anastasia. You really uh, you really made my day. Uh, now, let's get back into this episode. Talk about Jenny and, Cor- and Joe Corbin. She is still... Jenny from the block. <laughs> Jenny's badass. Jay is true badass in this episode. Um, Used to have a little, now she has a lot. Um, I like that she's just going, she's not wasting any time. She's going after the shard. Yeah, she's not even, like, trying to... We're not even getting these montages of, like, how she's going to find out who has it. She literally walks into her apartment, sees that uh, he's not there with a gun out, and the woman's like, oh my god, oh my god, I don't know, he's a bad guy, blah, 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 blah. And then Jenny walks out, and me and Zach are looking at each other like, she's lying. <laughs> and and then she's driving off in a car, and probably, presumptuously, what's his name's car, Ryland? Randall. Randall's car. And he's tied to the bathtub. Yeah. Randall, he, he you know, he's into some kinky stuff. He likes to be tied up in bathtubs. What's with Corbin teaching all these people to put them in hollowed out places? Um, it's in my hollowed out 300 millimeter. It's in your hollowed out car battery. I mean, I think it's just, a, it's a, in general, it's a, it's a good place to hide things, hide places because like people don't, you, when you pick up a lens, you're like, this is a lens. I'm done. The, like you don't think to look inside the car battery. You might look inside the engine, poke around the engine, but you don't think to look for a secret latch within the car battery. So prediction right now, this is going to sound insane to you guys, but the writers could probably pull this out of their asses later. Um, so I'd regret it if I didn't say it. There's something planted inside Corbin's son. Planted in what way? Like surgically implanted in Corbin's son. Like an artifact? Yeah. 
That'd be real weird. Like the key to everything is it is inside Joe Corbin. Hmm. Because I, I feel like it can't be a coincidence that we're keeping Joe Corbin around, and it can't be a coincidence that Jenny's having all these flashbacks of what Corbin had taught her how to hide things and how to keep secrets, and they're like talking about how they stumbled upon his biggest secrets and things like that. And to keep, since he always wanted to keep Joe away from things, he's got a son that could easily take on the family name and do all these things for him and really have that bond. But he brings in these outside girls like Jenny and possibly this other girl and teaches this other girl stuff or teaches who knows how many different people these things to and works with them and not his son because he wants to keep his son far away from it. Maybe because he's trying to keep his son far away from any suspicion that something's hidden inside of him. That would be... That would definitely be a twist. Again, I thought two episodes ago that Joe Corbin had a bloodline or something that's in relation to something that's going on too. So I think Joe Corbin's going to be a major part in this, in this show more than we think is just a character or a partner. I mean, I think he's going to, I want him to become integral to the show. I want him to become one of the main cast and really be important because he's a good character. I like the actor. I like what they've done with him in terms of his dynamic between him and Jenny and as that relates to uh, Daddy Corbin, yeah, Papa Corbs, Papa Corbs. Um, but I and I just like where they're going with it. I want to see him more because because we we're our our cast has become so ingrained in this world. It's refreshing to get somebody who's coming in from the outside and can he can offer that outside perspective that we don't usually get now that Jenny is like in this like artifact hunting like comp- just full into it. Abby and Ichabod like know what's up and they're just like going at it. Having somebody who has to relearn these things is good. It's a different take. And you want that you want that varied perspective between all your characters. I think what we'll probably find out is that Corbin had a partner. Not Joe, oh. but Corbin. I think Corbin had a partner or he was part of a group similar to the Hessians in the way of like uh, what they oh, like do. like a secret society? Yeah, like the Freemasons or something. Like, he was a part of this group. Um, who was the who was the group of people that hid that tomb that we had in season two that Ichabod was in? Oh. Was um, it the Freemasons? I think maybe. it was the Freemasons. If, if Corbin was remember. part of the Freemasons, and Jenny is obviously asking for it from whoever that girl was working for, if Corbin was part of a greater organization, which would be a great way to use his character and a great way to use the fact that his character is already dead to link him to new story plots, if he was a part of a bigger organization and Jenny's literally calling out people who she didn't know he was associated with, it's going to involve her in the organization in a good way. So let's yeah. say it's actually the good guys who have been trying to get the Anubis shard. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that the random chick, I, I don't know... What her, we didn't get her name. No, we didn't. Um, but she absolutely, um, she was talking about, like, you should be afraid of my bosses. You don't know who you're... It's, I mean, that sounds like a standard, like, gangster threat. But in this show, I think that's going to mean that she is part of a bigger organization and definitely has some more stuff going on. Yeah, I, I'd be excited for that. Yeah. Opens up Joe, opens up Jenny, opens up everything. Uh, Brittany Funk in the chat asks... Uh, Anyone else shipping Joe and Jenny? I think we're very... I mean, very much I'm feeling like the show wants us to ship the two of them. Nah. 
You I think, think I think Holly and Jenny are the only is the only real relationship they're going to give with that character. I, there's definitely I think I think I don't know that they will get together this season or anything. Joe, but I you think mean? That Joe Holly? and Joe and Jenny. Okay. Um, but I think that they will absolutely explore that in some form or another during the season. I don't know that it will result in them actually being together. It'll probably just be situations where they have to be really close together. And... Yeah, but I, I just mean I think the show will will have to bring like they, the characters will deal with it either like dealing with that one of them has feelings for the other but the other doesn't, or they have feelings but they're not going to get into that because it's like weird that they're maybe they just bring holly back as soon as she realizes her feelings for joe no i'll come back with an artifact you know no. it's uh it's jenny's heart no holly you can, that's an artifact that took me years to get you can hang you just hang out wherever you are yeah i'm bali with a bunch of tangerine midgets doing ecstasy it's, every night what I wrote what a song. What have you been doing, Holly? I wrote a song you on bongos. You should go into. You need to go to rehab. It's a three-piece orchestra with four bongos. It's great. We make hemp bracelets. As you we need to go music. to rehab, and then you can go to HBO and become an actual detective. My mama told me to go to rehab, and I said I'm totally tripping right now because I don't have a mama. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Um, uh, l- lastly, let's let's talk about Special Agent Reynolds. Special Agent Reynolds. Um, him and uh, and Abby, they're, they're like, they're, they're it's a boss employee relationship, but they clear like we know that they had a past. They did. They were hooking up when they were in school together. Yeah, we only got like a little bit of a scene there. Yeah, he's giving I, her the best. He's giving her the best uh, cases. Do you? What do we? What do you think of him though? Is he going to be a problem for Abby down the line, or is because he talks about like they that in school they were able to push each other, um, and that they really brought out the best in each other because they were pushing. But Abby points out that it's not the same when he's her superior. Is he going to end up being like Irving? Hindrance, you mean? Yeah, like we we have Irving and uh, I think it was Hernandez um, as the two like former bosses that co- could were, could cause problems with Irving we at first we got like the the person trying to stop you and you can't tell them anything then he became totally on their side then you had Ramirez who like fought them all the way until it was revealed that she's actually like sort of like she's been on their side the whole time what what do you think we're going to get out of Reynolds I think Abby's going to have to kill Reynolds to save the world whoa I think that's a good End of season prediction. Like at the end of the season, like he has to go down. Yeah, I think he's good. I think he's good through and through. I don't think he has any ulterior kind of thing going on. Oh yeah, I don't think he is out to get them or like going to be evil. But that doesn't mean he's gonna not gonna stop them. Just yeah. from just from lack of knowledge, he has no idea what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I think hypothetically she could kill him to save something. Um, so I don't know. And I think it's not going to be one of those, like, he doesn't expect it. He's probably going to be the one martyring himself. All right. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't I don't think she would just kill someone willy-nilly. I think he'd have to pull the trigger for her, basically. Like, med- figuratively, like, pull the trigger for her. But you know what I mean. Um, one last thing that we got to talk about real quick. Yeah. Aside from Sleeping Abbey, is Pandora. We learned that Pandora actually is trying to kill the witnesses. Yes. In, in ways. 
she is actually actively trying to have violence against the witnesses, which kind of throws out the theory that she's 100% good. But we also don't know the reasons why, so it could still be coming from a good place. Like, I'm not going to give up that that's coming from probably a good I, place. I still think there's more to her story than we've gotten so far. I mean, the big thing at the end was, that like, she's looking at that. She's watching them again through her little water pool, um, like her, her looking glass, if you will. Um, and then the tree she looks up and she is surprised to see the tree sprouting these gray flowers um all like uh, i i think it was surprise on her face but they're like they're so gray they're almost they almost look dead um and she's just perfect that's all she says perfect um and i'm think i don't know i'm thinking that like this is she needs to grow this tree um it could be like the tree of life the like the great tree in some mythologies like a tree is very central to like just the world itself i wonder if the tree is the tree could be a portal um the it could be just a way to like grow her influence if it represents like her power uh, maybe she actually that would be that would be my prediction for that is that like the tree is needs to be fully grown and then she either goes free powerful. she beca- gets her power and can either free herself or just take over the world maybe she might be sealing all the evils inside the tree maybe you never know uh, we don't have enough information to work with right now. I've made all the predictions I can really yeah. make. Yeah, no, I we've been predicting all show. Yeah, so. Um, but I think it's time for another trip to the bad accents of Sleepington Abbey. This week on Sleepington Abbey, a man railed against the system as he tried to become a citizen of America and betray the people of Britain. I find it preposterous that these British immigrants think they can come to our country and become citizens. Absolutely preposterous. We we were here first. It is a most scandalous thing that he thinks he can become one of us. I think it's most scandalous that my classmate Ichabod, his best friend, was murdered. He's immediately shipped away before a plague hits and kills 30 of us. Most suspicious. Most suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Were you stabbed? No, I, I have malaria. To the to the commons, I we will find the ma- <laughs> To the commons, we will track down the brute who has done this. Indeed, I heard that in the town square, Miss Miss Corinth was courting Mister Ichabod Crane for marriage, so that he could become a citizen of the United Colonies. How scandalous! Scandalous indeed. I heard that a woman named Pandora is making flowers of the monochrome variety. Most scandalous. Most unkempt. <laughs> okay, that's guys, it. that's right, gonna be that's it for yeah. Sleeping Tanabi, and I think that's gonna be it for the Sleepy Hollow after show here at AfterBuzz TV. You guys heard predictions throughout the show, uh, but we will be back next week with another episode, and then in two weeks to talk about the crazy. Bones crossover. You're in for surprise. I don't know that we are. You're in for a shocker. I would love to be surprised. I would love to be surprised that the Bones crossover actually turns out amazing. I would love Uh, that. We've made fun of it for months and months. But if it turns out good, 
I would be the happiest person. I don't want it to be bad. I just don't know how Our it could expectations work. are on loan because we think we'll be boned. And I think that we can go out on that. Uh, Stephen Lemieux. Where Always can, ending until, on a bad note. Until Guys, you can week, find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. Check out the brand new shows we're starting on the Popcorn Talk Network, YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network, or on Twitter at the Popcorn Talk. We got Disney Movie News, and we're doing movie companion watch-alongs. So, nice. you know, you want to watch Age of Ultron? You can have the host of Marvel Movie News chatting along with you while you watch it giving commentary and talking about the movie so Sweet. check it out and you guys can find me on twitter at that zach wilson t-h-a-t-z-a-c-h-w-i-l-s-o-n bunch of shows here at after buzz including the leftovers doctor who and agents of shield grim comes back in a few weeks guys i'm zach wilson thanks, thanks for, for geeking, geeking out, out with us, us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Good night, sleepyheads. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 